Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ, and my husband, Mosley Collins. Thank you, darling, and welcome, my listeners, to this edition of Real Christianity. And I'm joined in the studio today by Barbara Sauer, who is the director of the New Life Pregnancy Center. Hello, Barbara. <laughs> Good morning, Mosley. Welcome, welcome. And New Life Pregnancy Center is a wonderful organization located in Rock uh, in Rockland across from Sierra College. And they're there as a lighthouse to the Sierra College kids to help them make better choices and uh, to stand against the evil of abortion. And we're also joined by Monique. Hello, Monique. Good morning. <clears throat> Monique is a client um, at New Life Pregnancy Center. She was helped by them, and so she's here to tell us a little bit about uh, her story. But... Um, Barbara, let me start with you. Um, how long has New Life Pregnancy Center been there at that location? We've been at that location since uh, 2006. Okay. And tell, tell us about uh, your work. What is the, the goal of, of your organization? Well, the goal of our organization really is to minister to the hearts of our clients, to those that uh, walk through our door. We are um, basically there to help people who might be facing an unplanned pregnancy, Right. They're not sure about their choices. <clears throat> right. And uh, so we share with them about the real choices that they have. Yeah. You know, I think that uh, people grow up uh, in this modern world <clears throat> thinking that, well, um, if I get uh, pregnant, I, I can just have an abortion. But when they actually get pregnant, suddenly that becomes, uh, that decision suddenly looms uh, mm -hmm. much larger. And they begin to think, well, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. That may be the wrong thing to do. I hope people think that. Mm -hmm. And that's when you are there to uh, to help. Yes, we are there to, to walk them through the different decisions. We do a lot of listening to them. We right. listen to their real concerns that they right. might have, what their struggles are, what they're facing. And then um, <clears throat> walk through parenting, adoption, and even what would happen with having an abortion. Yeah. So... That's a wonderful uh, service to those people. And, you know, the fact that you're across the, the street from the college mm -hmm. is good, huh? Mm -hmm. yeah. It is. It's great. What kind of, how many people do you, how many people in a month come through your doors, do you think, new people? Well, it depends a little bit on the time of the year. Sure. I mean, summertime is a little bit off, but normally um, we probably see on an average um, anywhere between 30 to 50 different clients. How great. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you're just there. Planted by the Lord, mm -hmm. planted by the Lord across the street from Sierra College right. to, to hold out um, the truth of his message mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I will just say, I would probably start, you know, the Bible is very, to my mind, is very clear on, on abortion. Of course, in Jesus' day, um, the people weren't smart enough to kill a million of their uh, unborn babies. Mm -hmm. Like, we're, we're, we're very mm -hmm. smart. You know, we know how to kill babies. Mm -hmm. Um, they didn't know that much, uh, but that's an example of how technology sometimes uh, so injures a nation. Yes. But there's a new technology this this hopefully this starting to turn it around, which is the ultrasound. Yes. The ultrasound mm -hmm. um, ha is uh, 
can actually show a woman her baby. Mm-hmm. And yes. th- that that when, when a woman sees that baby, that changes the, the that changes the equation hugely. It's not just uh, an inconvenient lump of tissue. It's actually a baby, mm-hmm. God created. And in fact, you re- we read in Jeremiah, chapter one, verse five, God said, "Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Mm-hmm. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you." But God knows these babies before they're born and before they are killed at places like Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And how tragic when they get killed. And the term for a baby is the same Greek word, whether the baby is in the womb or outside the womb. Yes. It makes no difference whatsoever. Makes no difference. And you know, when uh, a man and woman have uh, sexual intercourse, there's hundreds of thousands of choices. Um, there may be just one egg, but there's hundreds of thousands of sperm. And God mm-hmm. chooses. When, when a baby is conceived, it's because God chose them for life. And who are we to say to God, no, I know you chose this, this person for life, but I've decided to kill them? No, that can't be right. So, Monique, um, yes. you're sitting here so nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually had an abortion uh, a couple years ago. Yes, I had an abortion in February of 2008. And then you got pregnant again. I got pregnant again through um, a date rape in January of this year. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. So here you've, you've already had one abortion, so uh, why not have a two? You know, the funny thing about that question is that I was asked that by, I mean, because of the circumstances, by even Christian family members. Um, once you make a decision like to have an abortion, you may not recognize or really understand the magnitude of that decision <clears throat> when you make it, um, but there are it really did haunt me. It's not something haunt me bad. It's not something that um, I would ever even consider repeating. It was just a terrible experience. It was a very terrible experience. You know what that reminds me of? There's that uh, program called Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. And um, the main character, I think her name is Carrie. I'm not really an expert yeah. on this. Um, she had an abortion. And then one of her friends were going to have an abortion. And uh, they were talking and Carrie was taking her down to the doctor. And the friend says to Carrie, well, you've had an abortion a number of years ago. Um, how long does it take to get over it? And she said, well, you feel better after uh, a few weeks. And she said, no, how long does it take to get over it emotionally? Mm-hmm. And Carrie looked at her and said, any day now, mm-hmm. any day now. So mm-hmm. here, years later, what the character is telling you, I'm still hurt, I'm still haunted, I'm still broken by that decision that I made. Mm-hmm. Because the instruments of the doctor that kill the baby just wound horribly the soul and heart of the mother. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's that terrible, uh, that terrible realization that I've done something that was really wrong. And did you have that? Um, I definitely did. I think that, you know, my, my heart <laughs> is for so many people who are about to make that decision or who have made that decision and say, you know what, there's redemption. I'm not here to condemn anybody no, we're not or here. speak against um, <clears throat> any, you know, past decisions, but I'm here to say that the blood of the cross, I mean, when Jesus died, he came that we can be free. And I think about the love that he had for me, that he would die and go through such a painful um, crucifixion for me. And if I were the only person in the world, he would still do that for me. Yes. So why would I do anything, whether it be abortion or any other sin, to re-crucify him? Yeah. And with abortion, I'm, 
after I, I had it, I remember having a very terrible um, nightmare about it. And then the following Sunday at church, there was a baby dedication and I just came unglued. I mean, it was so hard for me to see all those precious lives that made it. Right. And that's not something that you ever <clears throat> want to go through. I mean, I thank God that there, that that w- part of my soul that was wounded so, um, I guess, so intensely by the, by the decision, I'm grateful that there is healing there yes. and that oh, there's healing too. in Jesus Christ, but I, <clears throat> but I wasn't going to take advantage of God's grace and do something like that again. Oh, I think you, you put that so well because you know, um, they say that about 40% of the women sitting in church have had abortions Yeah. and 40% of the men, because men have abortions too. Men, men don't recognize it like they should, mm-hmm. but you know, a man's job is to protect his children. Right. A man's job is to protect and provide for his children, not kill them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's gonna, you know, a man who realizes what's happened in the abortion can be devastated by it, and rightly so, because it's a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. And I just want to speak for a moment to the people who've had abortions. And as you said, I just want to speak to them and tell them there's forgiveness for you in Christ. You know, there's many people who have in the back of their mind, they put a smiley face on, they go to church like you went to church, Um, but in the back of their mind, they have that terrible room. They don't want to go in anymore. And in that room is the fact that they had an abortion, one or two or three, and they're just haunted by that. And they can never really feel free in the Lord Jesus because they carry that burden. Mm -hmm. And yet Jesus, I know, will forgive them. And here's how I can prove it. When Jesus, Jesus was on the cross, the people that Jesus created, because he created all, all the world and all the people in him, those same people killed him. They tortured him and killed him. And when he was on the cross, he didn't say, I'm not forgiving this. Mm-hmm. Hold this against them, Father. No, he didn't say that. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, I'm not sure I'm going to ever forgive, get over this. You're going to have to carry this burden. No, he didn't say that. Mm-hmm. He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's how God looks at people who've had an abortion. If you'll come to the Lord, don't you believe, Monique? I definitely believe. It's so true. If you come to the Lord and say, forgive me, God's going to look at you and say, I do forgive you. And I, I know that you really didn't know what you were doing. And I'm going to forget. This sin is going to be forgiven and forgotten. And I want you to be free of it. I want you to be able to walk in joy. And if you want to speak out against abortion, great, because that way you're using that terrible experience for a good end. Mm-hmm. But there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So I think that's a really important message when we talk about abortion, because it's such an evil. I just don't want to condemn people further who already are feeling bad about what they did. Definitely. So, in fact, there's a program, Barbara, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's okay. several programs that you guys offer for people who've, who've had an abortion, who are crushed by the the weight of it and the guilt of it and the the burden of it mm-hmm. to yes. come in and get help. And what is that program? Yes. And we do a Bible study and it's called Forgiven and Set Free. Forgiven and Set Free. Yes. And it's anywhere <clears throat> from 8 to 10 weeks to 16 weeks. It just depends on all the topics yeah. that is being discussed and it's we do it in the office on a one-on-one basis. Wonderful. And um there's just a relief when the women go through that, and it's really right. just God's word speaking into their hearts. Right. In fact, I'm going to pray. Let's pray right now. Lord, 
I just pray that those women and men who are burdened and beat up and so so distraught over the abortion they had, I just pray that they would call and get help. I pray that they would come to you in their private time and ask for forgiveness. And I pray that, that you would encourage them, Lord, that they can be free of that in Jesus' name. So now, if someone wants to get a hold of you guys at New Life Pregnancy Center, I'm going to give a phone number. And if you're in your car, you can't write it down. You call my office, and we'll give it to you. So uh, New Life Pregnancy Center, it's 916-624-8990. 916-624-8990. And if you can't remember that number, you call my office. I think you can remember my number which is 444-4444, and we'll give you <laughs> their number. So um, you tell me a little bit more about that for, first abortion. What, what, where did you go to, to have, a, have an abortion? I went to Planned Parenthood. That was the only um, place I wasn't in the state. That was the only place I knew to go um, <clears throat> to get the abortion. And I went with the, the person that I was seeing at the time, um, and I remember just feeling so heavy because yeah. I was thinking, how am I going to base My parents knew I was pregnant. So I was thinking, how am I going to get my lie straight to them right. and tell them, you know, I lost the baby or, or what have you. Were you thinking, I'll just lie about it and just say. Definitely. Just said, yeah. You know, and it just became one compound. Why lie about it? Why not just say, well, I went into Planned Parenthood and they I had an abortion. Why not just tell them that? You know, I think that there because of the upbringing that I've had yeah there's just a lot of shame in that I mean there was just a lot of shame in just first of all having and to talk to my parents about <clears throat> yes I, I'm consensually having sex with someone that you're not married to that I'm not married to right now to cover that decision up now I'm going to get an abortion yeah. and now I'm going to lie about it on top of it it's just it was I mean lie after lie layers, after lie yes of of deception deceit and really death to my soul death to your soul that's right and when you went into Planned Parenthood did they did they take you aside and say, "Well, now this is a very big decision you're making. Are you sure you want to do this?" You know what? Actually, I, I can honestly say this is not my experience was not everyone's experience. Yeah. Um. And so I remember the doctor that came in and talked to me and how sad and devastated she looked. Oh, she um, didn't want to be doing this. Either, she didn't did want she? to be doing this either. And I remember thinking, "Okay, God, you know what? This is not." I, I, I just was trying to silence the voice of the Lord inside right. of me. Um, right. But she was actually probably one of the most compassionate people ever. And I remember when I said, "Yeah, you know, I, I chose to do the medical abortion, which is through the pill uh-huh. and not through the aspiration." Um, and the the I guess the the look in her eyes was very telling. Yeah, you knew. Looking in her eyes, you knew she was kind of heartbroken about what you were doing. Definitely. And you were heartbroken about what you are doing. Yes. But once the ball gets rolling and you've got some guy out in the waiting room who says, well, yeah, we need to do this. Mm-hmm. Is that what he was saying? You know, um, I think that he was quiet. He said that he uh, would support me no matter what. Okay. But those people that think that your relationship will be preserved when you make a, a choice like an abortion... It's not going to be preserved. God establishes in righteousness, not in sin. So obviously we're not together. (laughs) Yeah, that the person who goes in, the guy, and you're thinking, okay, we'll get this handled. We'll have an abortion. We'll be happy after that. No, you're not going to be happy after that. There's too much turmoil. There's too much guilt. There's too much sadness. Mm -hmm. There's too much heaviness to make that relationship go on. God does not pour that relationship. Once you 
Once that relationship ends up killing an innocent, unborn baby, that relationship is done, and rightly so, because it's only in God's grace that we can have a good relationship. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with your host, attorney Mosley Collins. You can get a free copy of today's message on CD or any of Mosley's other messages by calling our office at 916-444-4444. Now let's get back to today's message. Thank you, sweetheart. I'm hoping that there are people listening right now who will pray for, begin to pray for New Life Pregnancy Center. And uh, you can volunteer your time. You can send them your money. You can do a lot of things to get involved. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share with you, my listeners, something from the Bible. It's Proverbs chapter 24, beginning at verse 11. And the Bible says, Deliver those who are drawn towards death and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, Surely we did not know this, does not God who weighs the hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? And will not God render to each man according to his deeds? So one of the purposes of a program like this is to remind people of this terrible evil called abortion so we can do something about it. We can speak against it. We can support people. We can give our time. We can give our prayer. We can give our money to, to this fight to help these innocent unborn babies. And, you know, I would tell you, my listeners, that Friday is the killing day at Planned Parenthood in Sacramento. If you ride by their building, it's a nice-looking brick building, but inside, on Fridays, is the day they kill the babies and throw their bodies away. So that's just an ugly truth that you need to know. I know you don't want to hear about this, but it's important we hear about it because, you know, God sees it. What do you think God thinks when he looks at America? And he sees that we kill a million and a half innocent babies that he chose for life. We kill a a million and a half. And why do we kill them? Well, it's just too inconvenient to let the baby live. The the mom, the dad, they've got other plans. Oh, I'm going to go to school. I don't have time for a baby. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, get a new job. I don't have time to raise a baby. Oh, I'm not even with that guy anymore. It's just too inconvenient. So the baby must die. Are you kidding me? You're going to, someone's going to stand before God and say, well, it was just too inconvenient. You're going to say that to God on Judgment Day? I don't think so. I don't think that's going to fly on Judgment Day. So we need to put it in our hearts. If you're, if you're a, a mom or a dad with teenagers, you need to put it in your heart. If my daughter comes to me and says, I'm pregnant, you've got to put it in your heart. Well, that's not what I was hoping for, daughter but I'm going to stand with you and we're going to raise this baby. And you, we, can, we can keep it or we can give it away, but we're not going to kill it. And if you're a grandparent, you need to have that set in your heart. If, it, if your grandson or granddaughter comes to you and says, this is what happened, then you need to be there for them, to stand with them and to help them through this tough time and help them make the right decision, the decision Monique wished she had made the first time and is making this time. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So um, let me just share with you, uh, my listeners, something that Jesus said. Jesus said in Matthew chapter eighteen ten, Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones, for their angels, I tell you, always behold the face of my Father in heaven. 
The Bible doesn't say that adults have angels that always behold the face of the Father, but it says children do. Mm-hmm. And it, I would think especially unborn children. So just imagine in heaven these angels looking at the face of the Father. with the They're the angel of the unborn child. And some of those angels are going to be happy because that child, like Monique's child this time, is getting good care. It's going to be raised in a loving home. And some of those angels are weeping because the mother or the father has decided, oh, I'm going to, it's too inconvenient to let this baby live. I'm going to have an abortion. So we pray that you make the right choice. I feel called of God to stand against abortion. I know Barbara does. Yes. I know Monique does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I pray, my listener, that you feel the call of God on your heart to stand against abortion and to stand for the lives of these little unborn babies that need your protection. We need to speak out as a nation. We need to say no more will we kill our children because it's the wrong thing to do. We have to give an account to God for what we do. And in, you know, in the Bible it says that we should help the fatherless. That's what these children are, that the mom comes in, often no man there. These fatherless children are gonna be aborted. So I pray, and we're gonna continue this tomorrow, but I pray that you will stand with us and all those who fight this terrible evil in the name of Jesus. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Real Christianity. This program is sponsored by the Personal Injury Law Offices of Attorney Mosley Collins. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help. Now here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, Lisa. I don't want to end today's program without asking you, my listener, a very important question. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I'm not asking you if you go to church. I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian. I'm asking you, do you have a daily personal relationship with Jesus? Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, Or if you're not sure, call me at my office and I will take the time to pray with you and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life. Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you and that you will live in the love of Jesus.
If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 